You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 215. Today, we're breaking down how to set goals for 2023 that you actually achieve. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And today we are in this week. This feels like the, I I, I don't know, for me, it feels like the phantom week, the week between Christmas and New Year where everything, holidays are still sort of happening. It feels like the end is coming. This is like the weird, I don't know. This is like the weird no man's week where it feels like there's nothing to do, but everything to do. And people are still in the holiday spirit and kids are out of school. It's just a very odd time. But regardless of whether or not you celebrate the holidays or not, we start to close out our current year. Everyone, it's it's that time of year, whether you hate setting goals, whether you hate setting New Year's resolutions, regardless, it no matter what, it's that time of year that that tend that people tend to get introspective and start thinking about what they want to do moving forward, whether you're setting New Year's resolutions or not. Now, people, a lot of people really hate on New Year's resolutions. And I think that that is coming from this place of people set goals and then they don't achieve it or they don't remember it or they don't put systems and structures in place to really measure the metrics that matter and really stay on top of doing New Year's resolutions. And the truth of the matter is that that happens more that happens all the time. Absolutely. You know, how many times do we set words and then we don't remember what the words are, right? So that happens. And I can understand that and validate that. But at the same time, that's an area of opportunity for us to really look at, are you setting goals and then and then reverse engineering it and or putting the systems and structures in place and measuring the metrics, the performance metrics that actually matter and looking at it so that you can increase performance and really just get 1% better every week and move the dial towards the goal. And this is true, whether you're doing this New Year's resolution, whether you're doing this on Monday, whether you're doing this on random Wednesday in June, July, you know, or your birthday where it's your own personal new year, really, it doesn't matter when you're doing these, but people hate on them because, you know, we all have had the best of intentions. We, and we, and then we don't do it. Well, that's not your fault by the way. And that's also not your client's fault by the way, because they do it too. It's just, we have to fully understand behavior change. And there are multiple entry points to actually shifting behavior, but ultimately when we are actually shifting behavior, it will at the, the root cause, it will be getting down to shifting your identity and your identity around the goal. Meaning healthy and fit people operate from a place of knowing that they're healthy and fit. They make decisions 
from being healthy and fit. So your clients have to step into that identity without having that outcome. And that is the hardest thing in the world to do. Because if I said to you, make decisions from having a multiple million dollar business, if you're anything like me, you might hear that and think to yourself, okay, easy to say, but if I was, but if I knew how to be a person that ran a multiple million dollar business, then I would already be doing, making those decisions. So it's easy to say and hard and, 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 and easy to double tap on Instagram and to, and to contextualize. Well, it, it's easy to double tap on Instagram, but harder to implement without context. If you don't know how to do that, then how are you supposed to make decisions from there? The other thing about New Year's resolution that I want to bring to your attention, if you haven't fully considered it already, is that goals really do matter in the sense of human beings evolving. We're always looking to improve our quality of life, looking to improve our current situations and, and setting goals as part of that. And so in an effort to actually help you achieve them and maybe hate goal setting a little less, this episode I created, I'm creating this episode to really help you contextualize some of the intangible instead of just saying shift your identity i'm going to help i'm going to give you some tools to really close out 2022 so if you've been following me on instagram i've been talking about this a little bit but i'm going to actually help you close out 2022 set your intentions for 2023 drop it into the body so that you can actually achieve it because if you don't then you know we're running the risk of doing what we what we do every single year, which is set goals, forget about them, don't measure the metrics, and then wait, did we achieve them or did we not achieve them? And then another year goes by where it feels like, wow, the time is just flying. And it feels like you're going at a, at a snail's pace to achieving your goals. And then of course it feels like, why even bother doing New Year's resolutions? So the first thing we do before we even set our intention for 2023 or set our goals for 2023 is that we have to clear out 2022 and, and we have to really release the evidence of past experiences. So I know this sounds counterintuitive, but one of my mentors talks about living on the razor's edge and, and the paradox of life essentially, which is where we care about everything and nothing at the same time. And there's that law of polarity, right? Where we cannot have light without the dark. So what does this mean? This means that the evidence that you experienced from, from 2022, we, we made interpretations of that and we made it mean certain things. And then we carry it on to our next experience. Honestly, I talk about this in lots of different ways. Here's where this shows up. You ever had those moments where you just know that someone's sleazy and sell and, and it just feels like they're, they won't take no for an answer. They're doing the hard selling and, you know, they have that sleazy car salesman vibe. This really comes from three areas. Number one, the salesperson isn't listening. They're not, they're not practicing active listening. And honestly, this comes from doing so many calls, getting so many rejections, so what ha or doing so many, you know, kickoffs or fitness assessments is that 
our brain, the evidence of past experience starts to try and tell us and, and push us to move through this experience faster because it says, oh, you already know how to do this. You've already done this. You know, oh, this person, oh, we already know that this person's not going to buy or whatever. We start to have preconceived notions based on our experiences. So we stop listening. And when you stop listening, people feel unheard, unloved. We, we lose our empathy. And then the second, in, which is the second component, is that we start to assume we know, already know better and we lose our empathy. And when we don't have empathy and we're not listening, we come off as sleazy as, as, sell, as Sally. I know I've been there. So if that's you, that I've been there. I start to move through conversation. I used to start to move through conversations faster, thinking, thinking, anticipating that I already knew what they were going to say, which is the worst way to close a sale. And then the third thing is that, you know, we have those experiences where we just don't take no for an answer. That's why people get compartmentalized as, as sleazy, silly, always marketing to whatever. So that's just evidence is a double-edged sword. So if you get more rejection than you get, yes, which is going to happen, but we have not cleared that out or we're not anticipating that or feel good about that and feel okay about that. We start to bring that into every new interaction. So we have to clear that out. This is why we have to clear out 2022 before setting intentions of 2023, because people will ask, well, what's the difference between, you know, practicing insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over again, and expecting a different result versus working on on in increasing the performance, doing it over and over again and increasing the performance and making data-driven decisions. And for me, the answer is in the data. So what I want you to do is I want you to take out a piece of paper and I want you to write on the top of the piece of paper and this is, uh, and take paper. So if you're like me and use Remarkable or using your phone or you're listening to this on the go, that's fine. Just bookmark this episode, come back to this. And I want you to take a piece of paper and I want you to write at the top, 2022. And you're going to draw a big line down the center, two columns. And on this side, I want you to write out the wins. What went well in 2022? And it doesn't have to just be your business, but it can be anything you want. In your business, your life, like really look for the evidence of the successes, especially if you're listening to this and maybe you didn't have the greatest of 2022. Maybe things weren't that awesome. Look for the wins. Your brain needs this. I don't care if you're having the worst year ever. Your brain needs to look for the wins. Rewire your brain to look for the wins and look for the evidence of things working. Otherwise, you're gonna you're falling you're gonna fall into the trap that I have fallen into years over years over years. And this is, I think, the mark of a high achiever, is that we're always focused on the gap. We're always focused on the area of opportunity, which is a good thing. I don't want to take that away from you. This is part of this is like me. I do this, but if you're doing this at the expense of not looking at the wins, not being able to receive the good things. This will slow you down. Remember that, you know, achieving your goals, what will end up happening is you'll have your 2K month, your 10K month, your 20K month, and wherever you go, there you are. You'll always, the goalpost will always be moving and it'll never feel like it's enough. 
and that is no way to live. So we need to look for the wins. What are the wins? Hopefully, as I've been blah, blah, blahing, you've been writing as I've been talking through that, but write down the wins. And then on the next column, I want you to write out the lessons. What did you learn from those lessons, from those wins? And now listen, as I'm talking, you can start writing. This is vital because your success, your accidental fast success are your worst advisors. They're your worst, worst, worst advisors. And and I'm laughing because so many people, you know, just want to have a linear experience, you know, listen, so do your clients, your clients want to lose weight linearly. They want to go one pound per week or one to two pounds per week consistently for a year. And you and I both know that that's just not going to happen. There are things inside of the body that are happening that you and I cannot see. We could do our best. We can make our educated decisions and also make data-driven decisions, but there are things we just cannot see. Same is true inside of your business. And so what happens is, is a lot of times when people have a lot of wins and a lot of wins fast, they can't replicate it because it's one of those things that that just make them unconsciously competent. This is why, honestly, to be honest, it really kills me when I see advice out there that are, you know, don't take advice from people who, who aren't doing the thing, or they'll say things, or you'll see advice out there that says things like, those who can't do teach. And that's one of the worst sayings I have ever heard as someone, because every time I've been around people, there are, I mean, it really fires me up. I can't even get my words out, but, but I have been around some of the most talented and incredible human beings in singing in acting in creative in, in sports. And honestly, they are all, they're born with that 1%. And and it's not that we can't learn those skills, by the way. It's just that they're unconsciously competent and it's hard for them to break it down. There's a reason why they're the actor and not the director. There's a reason why they're singing and they're not teaching singing because they can't they can't break it down to help someone else learn the same skill that they are unconsciously given. I I spoke with one of my best friends who's an incredible singer and she's like, I don't know. I just do it. So I want to learn from the people who really struggled and had to really break it down and then got successful. I want to learn from the people who are in the trenches in the game and not sitting in some ivory tower saying, do this, do that, do this. I want to learn from people who have the skill of teaching and coaching. Most people don't have that. Good thing you can learn that, but most really talented, successful people don't have that. It's that same thing where you go into the gym and people that have a writ six pack because they're born with it. And then they don't know how to transfer those skills because it's just what they were born with. They lack the empathy component. And and here's the other thing too. And I've had to learn this lesson the hard way which is when people are accidentally successful and they can't really articulate why they were successful, that this is when they start to share terrible, 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 terrible advice to people who are brand new, who haven't, who haven't done the same things and start telling them like, Hey, listen, don't sell for two years. And you're like, what? That's some of the worst advice you could give to someone. And listen, I get it. I just was scrolling on Instagram 
yesterday and I saw uh, all these posts that were like, Hey, I, I'm leaving Instagram because in, I hate being marketed to, I'm always marketed to, and I just want to connect with my friends and listen, I get it. I, I do get it. There are some Instagram friends that I, uh, I, I do get it. It, it. it doesn't always feel awesome when it feels like you're in a store and you didn't choose to go into the store. Essentially. I get that. I, and I can have compassion and empathy for that. However, when we keep seeing these messages from people that are well-respected, that already have established businesses, that, 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 that we look up to, or many new coaches look up to it, we start to, we, we start to feel bad about promoting. We start to think that, oh, if I'm sharing my opportunities with our, with people who really need this, then I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be one of those annoying people that my, that my respected colleague points out and talks about. And honestly, maybe, but are they paying your bills? Probably not. And as a business owner, it is your responsibility to be generating income and generating revenue from the people who need it. And people can't buy from the, from the internet's best kept secret. Anyway, all that to say that success can be your worst advisor, can be your worst teacher. So if you've had success this year, I want you to look for the lesson so that you can continue to rinse and repeat it and increase performance. Also, this might be an opportunity for you to really look at it and think to yourself, oh, I did really well here. Why did I stop doing this? And then maybe you'll start to identify the moments and places like me, where you throw the baby out with the bathwater and you think, oh, this didn't work. But then when you actually look at it, you realize, oh, actually it did. Okay. So when you've done that, I want you to go back. I want you to turn the page and I want you to go to the back side. And I, now I want you to draw another line down the middle. And on this column, I want you to write out the misses and don't write failures because you didn't fail. You're, you either got the lessons that you that you need or the success that you want. So on this column, I want you to write out all of the missed opportunities, disappointments, unmet expectations, call it whatever you want, and then write out all of the disappointments, all the things that you are disappointed about and list them out. And then on the next column, I want you to write out the lessons. And if you're anything like me, you probably are going to spend a lot of time here. And I want you to write them all out, write it all out, get it all out, leave nothing, leave nothing uncovered, really just dig for it, put it all out on this piece of paper. And once you've finished that, so you could go ahead and press pause and finish because I want it all out. I don't want you to just move through, but get it all out. And then I want you to look at it. And then I want you to write the lessons and then rip it up, rip it up, rip it up, burn it, throw it out, leave what happened in 2022, leave it in 2022, just leave it here, rip it up, burn it, let it, let it be. Okay. And then we're going to set our intentions for 2023. And what I really want you to do in this moment is and listen, if if you're feeling crappy, because sometimes for me, when I'm writing out my, my disappointments, I'll feel crappy. So you can take a break in between this. You can, you know, clean it, you know, clean up the energy, move through the, 
the feelings of it because listen, sit with it, right? The thing with fear, the thing with disappointment, the thing with all of those bad feelings that a lot of the personal development world tends to bypass we tend to we tend to put whipped cream on trash and think, oh my gosh, I'm just gonna manifest if I have a bad thought or have a bad feeling, and that's just not true, because you can't have courage in the absence of fear. It's about integrating it. We need to sit with it. We need to process it, not wallow in it. That's not what I'm saying. But we're gonna just kind of sit with those disappointment feelings, disappointed feelings. Let them come up. Ask our ask ourselves what is here for me to learn. So maybe in that exercise, you don't rip it up in two seconds. Like just sit with it for a little bit and and keep adding to that as as you explore those painful feelings. Then rip it up, then burn it. And then as we move into 2023, we're going to integrate it, take those lessons and set our intentions. Okay. So now we're going to, you know, so if you have to clean that up, clean it up. And I, when I say clean it up, I just mean clean up the energy. And that doesn't mean like sweep it under the rug, really. Like just let it, let it be until you can neutralize it. And if you need ways to neutralize those feelings, just hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM and we'll talk about it because I've got lots of different ways for you to help neutralize those feelings. Then in 2023, and we're going to, now we can turn the page and set our intentions. And what I want you to do is I want you to take me out And on this piece of paper, now you can use Remarkable. Now you can use your note because now we're etching it in stone. Okay, this is us etching it in stone. And then what we're going to do is we are going to write on the piece of paper, my breakthrough year 2023. And I want you to write and take me out to December 31st, 2023 and write out, I have accomplished. Take out all of the I'm going to, take out all of the I'm will, take out all of the like, I I have to do this, I want to do this, all of it. No, we're going to write it as if it is already done. I'm so grateful and thankful I have experienced X, Y. And, and really take me out and you can bullet out, bullet, bullet point this out if you want. I have accomplished, I have done, I am celebrating. And I want you to use active language. I want you to write it all out. Then now that we've taken it from the thought and put it on paper, we're going to drop it into the body. So then you're going to read it out loud the first time. Then the second time, I want you to slow down the pace. I want you to read it slowly. And after every sentence, you're going to pause, take a diaphragmatic breath, inhale, exhale, and do it again. And read through all of the intentions for 2023. And then the last step, Now that it's integrated into the body, the last step is to keep it on the forefront of your mind throughout the year. So I don't know, you can, you know, put it on a vision board if you want. If you're visual, put it up pictures up. You could change all your passwords with the, you know, the top goal. Put it on your, put it on your computer screen. I want you to be looking at the goal every single day. And then we can start putting systems and structures in place. And now we can start putting it back into the tangible, actionable steps 
and, and really make data-driven decisions to move forward into 2023. So I'd love for you to try this exercise, do this exercise. And then once you do it, I'd love to hear what your intentions are. What are your goals? What are your intentions for 2023? So do me a favor, go to Instagram at Beasts and Fitness and share with me in the DM. Hey, I listened to episode 215. Here are my intentions. I'd love to hear it. And I'd love to hear if this episode helped you, what your biggest questions are, takeaways. So please connect with me inside of Instagram at Beasts and Fitness. And if you enjoyed this episode, give us five stars, leave us a review. This helps us help more people and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.